Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. There is the word free in the uh, the title of this episode, so I'm just kind of curious as I hit record, will my download numbers be <laughs> through the roof? I've not done that before. It's not a tease. I do have something free for you, and the reason is because I am always telling people you need to write down what you eat and how it makes you feel. You need to track. You need to journal, right? And I've shared so many times that that is a mandatory part of working with me one-on-one or in a group, but I still get emails from people who haven't made the leap, who have not yet prioritized just the simple act of writing down what they eat and how it makes them feel. So I have created a 31-day journal, and I'm going to give it to you for free if you agree to take on a 31-day challenge and track every single day for the entire month of May. No excuses, no exceptions, right? And I'll give you all the information on how to get the journal at the end of this episode, but first I want to talk about why it is such a valuable thing and why I make such a huge deal about it and kind of just really quickly, I've done this before, but talk about some of the primary objections to it because I know, I know that many of you are like, oh, it takes too much time or I feel really bad about myself when I write down all the cookies that I ate. So some people, you know, if they think that it takes too much time, it's typically because they're comparing it to counting calories or tracking macros, which does take a lot more time, but this is not that, right? This takes less than five minutes a day. You're not counting calories. You're not counting carbs. You're not tracking macros. You're just writing down what you eat and how it makes you feel. So we're talking minutes. And I know those minutes will produce results. So it's like an easy win, right? And then other people, and I get this because I used to feel this way, feel like they're, they feel too guilty when they write down choices they don't feel so good about. It. But here's what I want to really remind you there you are assigning emotion, right? You don't have to. The act of journaling is not like, oh, was I good today or was I bad today? It's not about being critical of your choices. It's about being curious so that you can investigate and be like, huh, why why did I do that? Was I tired? Was I frustrated? Was I not paying attention? If you can be investigative, if you can be curious I swear that is the key to your forever results. And then some people are like, I just can't remember. I got too much going on to remember. Well, practice, prioritize it. What do you do if you can't remember to turn off the lights before you leave the house, right? You'd leave a note, a post-it note. You'd send yourself an email. You'd set an alarm on your phone, right? 
carry your journal with you, set an alarm on your phone. You can see all the problems or you can see the solutions. And in life, not just in this situation, I want you to practice being a person that doesn't focus on why you can't, but rather focuses on why you can, why you should, and how you will. I shared in an episode a couple of weeks ago the quote from the movie Any Given Sunday where Al Pacino says, the inches are all around us. The inches that make the difference between winning and not winning, they're all around us. And this is an easy one. Tracking, journaling is an easy one. So what I want to do with our time together before I share with you how you can get this free journal is share just a few really powerful and significant reasons that you need to prioritize this every single day. Just writing down what you eat and how it makes you feel. Like I said, month of May is all about journaling, tracking, call it what you want, and I have the free 31-day journal for you. So at the end of today's episode, I'll share with you how you can join the challenge, so definitely don't miss that. But let's get to these five reasons, and these are the five reasons I want every single person who is listening right now, no matter your goal, I want you to take on this challenge. And the first reason is that journaling and tracking brings us mindfulness. And there are two parts to this mindfulness element as to why we need to do this on a daily basis. Journaling increases our presence in moments of decision. How many times do we make a choice and then afterwards think, I wasn't even, I wasn't even thinking, I don't know why I did that, I didn't even think about it, it just happened, it was like I was on autopilot or something. And this happens with food choices all the time. It happens with alcohol, it happens with hitting snooze in the morning even though we've pledged to get up and get moving. We're just not there, right? We're not present in the moment of decision. And the reality is when we aren't mindful in these moments of decision, we go immediately without thought from impulse to action, from action to reaction. And then we feel powerless because we didn't even recognize that there was a moment to make a decision. It just happened. But we aren't powerless. We only feel that way because we weren't being mindful, because we weren't paying attention. When we journal, we become increasingly there, increasingly present in those moments of decision. And without that, you don't have the opportunity to change the behavior. And so you build frustration because you don't feel like you have power. I cannot tell you how many conversations I have had with clients where I ask them, you know, why they made a particular choice. Like, what was going on there? What happened? And in a great deal of frustration, they say, I don't know. I didn't even think about it until afterwards because we just act. We eat while we're driving or talking on the phone or browsing the internet. And in general, we kind of operate unconsciously. And because we aren't paying attention, we feel like we don't have the opportunity to change. The act of journaling increases our presence and brings a state of consciousness to our decisions, which allows us to be able to make a better choice. The other thing that it does Journaling keeps you anchored to or tethered to your goals. What often happens with weight loss goals, right? We set them in moments of motivation, and then we're, we're excited, we're pumped up, we're focused when we set them, but then life gets in the way, and days or weeks go by, and we're just not even thinking about it. And that's clear by our choices. And then we try on a pair of jeans and we're horrified that they're tighter, even though we set this goal two weeks ago. So, you know, after a couple of weeks of who knows what, we find our way back to those goals. We drift 
in and out of connectedness to what we want to achieve, right? But if you want to achieve your goals, you have to be mindful of them every single day, which isn't necessarily easy to do with the busy lives and the multiple priorities that we have. But journaling helps because every single time you open up this journal, every single time you write down what you eat or how you feel, you're reinforcing this goal. You're reinforcing what you want. You're writing down what you eat and how it makes you feel because you have specific goals you want to achieve. So whether you journal once a day at the end of the day or you journal in real time as you're eating or as you're feeling something, as many times as you take a pen to paper or open up the document to type in it, you are reinforcing what you are trying to achieve. And that in and of itself, just the act of anchoring you or tethering you to what you want and why you want it is a huge advantage that is often missing in attempts to lose weight or get healthy. Plus, this journal has a space for you to put your daily affirmations. So every day, you are bringing your thoughts to things like, hey, I'm in control of my choices. I mindfully enjoy every single bite of food I eat. So again, this journaling is not about counting calories. It is not about criticizing your choices. It is about learning and becoming increasingly mindful, staying increasingly connected every day to your goals and your choices. That is powerful. The other thing that journaling does, and this is something I work with my clients on every single day, helping them see these things, your journal tells you what's working and what's not. Every day, I get emails from people that say, I'm stuck, I'm not getting results, I feel like I'm doing everything right, but like my clothes just don't fit and the scale isn't moving and I think something's wrong with me. And I respond with, well, what are you eating? Can you send me your journal? Can you send me your tracking document? I don't really, I don't really have one. Well, this could be a super easy fix. We could just open up that journal and identify what the areas of improvement are, but you don't have one, so we can't. All of the answers are within your journal, seriously. When my clients are struggling or when they want to accelerate their results, I don't start just spouting off fat loss strategies and best practices for them to pick one from the air, that's crazy. This is not about theory, this is about them. So we turn to their journal because that is where the answers are. And I'll be honest, and some of you guys might might disagree with me and that's okay, but we have terrible recall. We really do. We might think, I I mean, I I eat pretty much the same things most of the time. I mean, just the other day, uh, a woman, last week, I guess, a woman posted within my Fat Loss Fast Track Facebook group, and she was a little bit exasperated, and she said, something's wrong with my body, I'm eating really clean, I don't eat this, I don't eat that, I cut out that, but the scale's not moving, I'm broken. And I responded, and I said, hey, send me your journal. And a couple hours later, I got an email with her journal attached in there, but the body of the email, she said, you know, reviewing this was really enlightening. And then she proceeded to tell me the changes she thought she needed to make. So sometimes we convince ourselves that it's not working because that feels better and is easier than saying, let me look at maybe what I'm not doing so right or what I could be doing better or where I'm not being consistent. When we look at it objectively, not through our recall, but on black and white, on paper, right? We can see maybe I'm drinking too much wine. Maybe I'm not eating enough fiber. It looks like I'm really overstressed and not sleeping enough. The answers are in your journal. 
And some of you are probably thinking, like I said a minute ago, I eat the same thing every single day. Great, fantastic. That's only one part of it. Your hormonal biofeedback is equally important, if not a little bit more important. Things like your sleep, your mood, your energy levels, your hunger. Those are all pieces of information that let us know what's happening inside your body and how your body is actually handling or processing what you are eating. Looking at what you eat is great. It's fantastic, but when you look at what you eat with information like if you're hungry an hour later or if you have low energy all day, that is way more powerful, way more. So if you know what you eat, but you don't have the data on hunger, on sleep, on energy, on cravings, you don't have a complete picture. If someone is chronically hungry, that gives a ton of information about what is going on when we know that in conjunction with seeing what they're eating. If someone has nonstop cravings, we need to know that in conjunction with what they're eating and what's happening with their body in terms of fat loss progress and how much they're sleeping. Those are pieces of the puzzle that can unlock everything. The journal you keep tells you everything you need to know about what doesn't work for you and what does. And this is often where people get really frustrated and the frustration is quite frankly unnecessary because we can look at your journal and know what to adjust. Just because what you're doing now worked for you five years ago, it's not necessarily gonna work for you now. And then we get frustrated. Well, we don't have to get frustrated. We can just look at it and be like, okay, here's one thing we can adjust and let's see what happens. Maybe you've been doing great and getting great results for three weeks and you haven't changed anything, but your results have dropped off, right? And you're really frustrated. Well, we don't have to be frustrated. We can just look at the journal and be like, okay, well, here's one thing to tweak. Let's tweak that thing. Maybe it's sleep. Maybe it's stress. Maybe you didn't realize you stopped eating as many vegetables because you were traveling, right? But you can see it now that you reflect on your journal. Or maybe you're able to see, oh, look at this. Every month, the week before my period, I'm hungry like a trucker, right? There's there's a young man that really wants to lose weight, and we email back and forth every once in a while. Uh, with you know, he'll he'll email, what should I do? I'm really frustrated. And then a few weeks later, inevitably, he emails again and says, oh, I just really need to get this together. I'm so frustrated. And I say, Well, last time we emailed, I suggested you do X Y Z, like journal. How's that going? Well. I'm not doing it. Okay, well, that's my recommendation. Prioritize journaling. That's all you need to do, right? Fifth exchange back and forth with this guy. I'm like, I'm not going to change my opinion on what you need to do. I'm telling you, this is what is going to make the difference. So you can't just know that this is helpful. You have to actually do it. The other really significant benefit of journaling is that your journal helps you identify your triggers things that sort of set you up for a spiral of choices you don't feel so great about, as well as your big rocks, the thing that really move the needle and make the difference in your progress. It's so fun for me within my fat loss fast track groups or even with my one-on-one clients to see people on their own have really significant breakthroughs based on what they see in their journal. Like I I can't tell you how many times people will say things like, I had no idea this breakfast wasn't working for me. I've been having it for months because I thought it was fat loss friendly. But now that I look at my journal, it's not working at all. I'm hungry 60 60 minutes later, right? Or I had no idea how frequently I'm eating. I mean, yeah, I'm eating healthy snacks, but I'm having them even when I'm not hungry. Like I'm eating every 90 minutes. 
And some people will say, like, you know, looking back over the last week, I eat off my kids' plates several times a day. That's probably adding up to a whole extra meal that I never even really thought of because each little thing seems so insignificant. So many times, daily, really, either in the Facebook group or via email or in comments or phone calls, people have powerful realizations about the big rocks that are either impeding or contributing to their progress just from journaling. Anything from sleep and the impact or PMS, habits, emotions, it allows you to see your primary hurdles or the things that are really making a big difference in a positive way. Maybe you thought you were eating really clean, but when you start journaling, you realize you kind of are like continuously snacking from dinner until bedtime. Journaling shows you what is holding you back, and it doesn't mean that that's food. We have a tendency to make generalizations that like I I snack at night or I drink too much on the weekends, but tracking really gives specificity. And again, it might not be food. It might be stress. It might be lack of activity, or it might be seeing that the activity you're engaging in is sending your hunger through the roof because you eat so much more on days you do that particular thing, right? Identifying if this, then that behavior always comes from journaling. Like if I start the weekend by skipping breakfast, I tend to overdo it because I feel like I earned it because I didn't eat earlier in the day. But if I have breakfast on the weekends and it's a fat loss friendly breakfast, I tend to make better choices, right? So we tend to see these if this, then that patterns. Like if I'm drinking at a restaurant, then I have more self-control and a greater ability to practice moderation. But if I'm drinking at home, then I tend to finish the whole bottle of wine the same you know night that I open it. So journaling allows us to see, well, when I do this, it seems to go well, or when I do this, it seems to not go so well. And that gives you opportunity to step in and create a different pattern of behavior. This one's huge, guys. This next benefit, this should have been first, second, third, and fourth. And it is journaling allows us to identify and interpret signals from your body. And I've mentioned this on many episodes before, but it's seriously huge. Unfortunately... We're so busy running around living our lives that we don't pay much attention to the signals from our body, like hunger, cravings, low energy, sleep, mood swings. We might notice them as annoyances, but not as trends or information. Journaling shows us so clearly things like, gosh, I'm always exhausted around 4 p.m. What's contributing to that? And how can I make adjustments to increase my energy in the middle of the afternoon or Why am I feeling hungry shortly after eating every single day? What is missing from my meals that leaves me feeling hungry or unsatisfied? Or maybe every morning I'm waking up totally exhausted. Am I sleeping soundly? Is my sleep broken? Like I'm up and down several times in the night. Am I not getting enough sleep? How does it impact my food choices if I just make some minor improvements to my sleep habits? We have to pay attention to these signals, and we can do it so easily when we journal. Keep repeating this, but all of the answers are in your journal. It takes less than five minutes a day. Remember, the inches we need are all around us. The next thing I want to mention, and and this I think is really underestimated, and that is accountability, right? I can't tell you how many people are resistant to write down the details of a binge or the fact that they, you know, had four handfuls of animal crackers. Who are you hiding from? Nobody can see this. 
It's kind of like a kid who hides under a blanket and thinks that because, you know, he can't see you, you can't see him. Your avoidance of this behavior you want to change is preventing you from changing it because you're hiding from it. Shine a light on it and you can conquer it. If you pretend it didn't happen, like, la, 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 I can't hear you, you're only hurting yourself, right? It's not about judgment. It's not about criticism. It's not about defining a day as good or bad based on your choices. It's about not lying to yourself, not hiding from your choices, being curious, never critical. If you are making moral judgments about your food choices, like newsflash, that comes from you, not the food. One of my clients, and actually I see this in just about every client when I start working with them, they put like frowny faces in their journal and, and you know, negative emotional commentary. Oh my gosh, I feel so disgusted. Can't believe I did that. What's wrong with me? Right? Their journal is like overflowing with negative emotion tied to food choices they don't feel so good about. Seriously, I see that all the time. But one particular client I was talking to a couple weeks ago, and I was asking her to work on removing the emotion and not adding all of this negativity. And she said, so, I mean, all right, I'm not supposed to, you know, say that the cookie was bad. So what do you write if you have the cookie? And I said, cookie. Like, that's it. I don't want anybody to feel embarrassed or ashamed. This is your journal. It's your choice. You made it. Own it. Don't attach the negative emotion. It's not my journal. I don't have to see it. There's no reason to feel this negative emotion about your choices. It's not helping. And guys, the guilt doesn't come from writing it down and seeing it in black and white in front of you. The guilt comes from your brain. It comes from your brain. You apply it with your thoughts and your focus. And you've got to get honest with yourself. It's not, I don't want you to write it down so that you can beat yourself up about it. I want you to write it down so you can stop hiding from it and start learning from it. It's kind of like if you wanted to, you know, pay off debt or get on a budget, but you, you wouldn't write down when you overspent because you felt so bad about it. I mean, what benefit comes from hiding it? How do you reach your goals when you won't face your choices? right? You have to face it. And it's not to face it with judgment. It's to face it with like, these are the facts. This is the data. It's not more true because you write it down. And the emotion does not come from the item. The emotion is generated by you. And it doesn't have to be. I tell myself this over and over and over again. Curious, not critical. Curious, not critical. Curious, not critical. This is my investigative journal, and I'm just objective about it. You are assigning the emotion. The journaling is not making you assign the emotion. So there's so many incredible benefits to journaling. You know, I shared a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago now, I did an episode where some of my clients shared their stories in their own words here. And one of them shared that her whole journey of losing like 30 plus inches and over 40 pounds in just, you know, nine or 10 months started with a challenge from me to journal for two weeks. That started everything. She didn't change her eating habits. She just started with the accountability of journaling. And that made all the difference and launched her amazing and ongoing transformation. So I want you to do this 31-day challenge. We've got another you know, week or so before the start of May, but you can get your journal. You can get it printed out. It's totally free. There's two different versions of the journal. One 
is printable. You just print it out and you write on it on paper. The other one is a fillable PDF, so you can type in it and just save it each day. So whether you're a paper person or you're a tech person, I've got you covered. There's two different versions of it. You can get both of them for free, but only if you're willing to do this for 31 days. Seriously, I don't want I, I, I don't want you to get it if you're not going to do it. Like honor the process enough to say, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. If I'm going to accept this free gift, then I'm going to do it. And if I'm not going to do it, then I'm not going to accept the free gift, right? I think that's pretty fair. So you can get it by texting the word tracking, T-R-A-C-K-I-N-G, to the number 33444, or you can go to the show notes page over at primalpotential.com and you can print them out there. But again, you just want to text the word tracking to the number 33444 if you're in the U.S. If you aren't in the U.S. or you don't feel like texting to get it, just go to primalpotential.com, hit the podcast tab, go to the show notes page for this episode, and you will get your journals. It'll be emailed to you as soon as you send the text message and respond with your email address, or you can just immediately download it from the site. And I've written about what you want to track and how you want to track in a blog post with examples uh, that I will link to over on the show notes page, or you can just search on primalpotential.com how to track, and it'll come right up. So if you want that free journal, Again, text tracking to the number 33444, or you can go to the show notes page for this episode on primalpotential.com and get it there. And I hope that you're in. I really hope that you will do this 31 days, no excuses, no exceptions. I promise it'll make a big difference. And I want you to stay in touch with me. Let me know what you're learning, how it's going, how you like it, and practice being brutally honest with yourself and being curious, never critical. What I ate yesterday will be really short because I decided uh, to fast for most of the day. So coffee and water until dinner time, and dinner was big. It was a ton of Brussels sprouts with a couple of slices of bacon, a handful of walnuts, and a piece of chicken. Whoa, sorry, I just hit something. You probably heard that. And a piece of chicken and an apple sauteed in there as well because I love warm apples. So didn't eat much yesterday by choice. I also was not very active, and then dinner was a big old bunch of Brussels sprouts with bacon and walnuts and chicken and apple, and I wrote it all down because I do that every single day and I hope you will too. I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a great day. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.